Reading from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Listen to this. It says, So we are always confident and know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. I, I think there's those sitting here today that you could dwell on that a long time try to figure out exactly what that means but let me say it again so we are always confident and know and know that while we are at home in the body we are away from the lord you know and i'm going to finish reading this in a moment but we as human beings in our flesh are always seeking a place of stability and comfort right here, right now. And I'm going to ask you, how's that working for you? You know, have you, have you got to that place where you feel like everything's good? You know, or, 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 you know, everything around me is exactly the, you know, my plan is, how many got a plan? Come on. I've had hundreds of them. Every time I make a plan, it just seems the, the parameters around me change. But but the reality of it is, if you're here today and you're feeling the discomfort of, of your flesh and the discomfort of this world, you know what? You're right exactly where God wants you to be. You, we, the reality of it is we get to that place where there's discomfort around us and we think, my goodness, man, uh, something's gotta change. I gotta change. We gotta change. My job's gotta change. My wife's gotta change. My marriage's gotta change. My, my kids. What we get all these ideas of what it will, uh, what it means to have, um, uh, you know, a good life. And I'm, let me read it again. Listen to me. And make sure I'm reading the scripture. Bring your own Bible and, and check this. It says, so we are always confident and know that, well, we are at home in the body. We are away from the Lord. In other words, when you get to the place where you go, boy... Man, my life is just absolutely everything I want it to be. I'm just so, you know, great. And, and I'm talking about in our flesh. There are some people that are so tied to this earth, to this world, that all their hope is in, you know, everything that has to do with this life. But here's what. Paul says to the church, and by the, the Holy Ghost speaks to us, here's the reality in uh, 2 Corinthians 5. It says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. And we are confident uh, and satisfied to be out of the body and at home with the Lord. Let me read that again with my glasses on, make sure I got it right says, for we walk by faith and not by sight, and we are confident and satisfied to be out of the body and at home with the Lord. We are confident and satisfied to be out of the body and to uh, at home with the Lord. There is a, the reality of it is that every one of us know that we have a destiny. 
that this life is temporary. You can lie to yourself for a long time, but you'll realize eventually that this body is going to give it up. And uh, and the reality has been said, I am convinced that God, uh, the promises of God, we continually get to trade something in for something better. And we can look around. I don't know what you ever thought about old people. Did you ever think about them much? Every time he brushes his teeth. But there was a time in my life when I looked at somebody that was old and I thought, I wonder what they did wrong. You know, how they get so weak? You know, what What happened is, you know, they, they don't get around as good. I, I'm telling, talking years ago as a young person, listen, young people, listen, listen to me. You're going to get old. Unless by God's design, he takes you before you get old. But I'm telling you, it is God's design for us in our body to become weaker. It's God's design. It's not my, it's not my will. You know, I would rather still be able to operate like I did 25 years ago. But you know what? I cannot. I, I just, uh, this week we had to go in, in uh, to the doctor's office and get a vac- vaccine or vaccinate. What would, what did we get? Whatever it was. Some kind of shot. Inoculation. There it is. Thank you. So I'm sitting there in, in, in the waiting room and this precious old couple comes up. And I have no idea. Just, I just, you know, you're in, I'm in a different state of mind looking at people than I've ever been. And she gets to the counter and, and the lady behind there is clicking the keyboard and, 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 uh, I didn't hear what she asked, but obviously, where's your pharmacy? And so she turns to her husband across the the waiting room in a wheelchair. She says, "Honey, where do where where do we go to get our medicine?" He hollers back, "At the grocery store." And she says, "I know, but what's grocery store?" And they're just, but, but the, the fact of the matter is it was, you could tell both of them there was joy in the season of their life and, and in the discomfort of what was going on and the things they can't remember. And, and, and finally they figured it out. It was Hannaford on Broad Street. <laughs> Laugh about that, folks, because you're getting there. There are things, I'm telling you, God bless, and man, I, you know, I'm like, why can't I remember that? There's, oh boy, I, yeah, I'm going there, I'm going there. Here's the deal, so we went, we went hunting, God love you if you love animals, I love animals too. They're all safe this week, I missed a monster black bear, but I'll tell you about that another time. Uh, I mean, from, well, it was close. It was real close. Nose to nose. Yeah. Uh, it was huge. But anyway, so we're up to camp, a bunch of old guys. 
right? <laughs> We're going bear hunting. Ned runs out of the camp. He's all excited. Of course, if you ever ever hunted with Ned, it's like he's you know he's like all in it's i'm on i'm going so we're sitting there wanting to you know have our third cup of coffee and digest breakfast and he's like i'm going in the woods so he runs out gets in his truck it's not long later he comes running back in he forgot his rifle (laughs) (laughs) he said i might need this i said well maybe so, <laughs> so then he gets in his truck. He's going to go down to the lake. And all you kids know where Harrisburg Lake is, right? So he's going to go down to the lake. And so he zooms out about 15 minutes later. In comes the truck again. He runs in. He forgot the paddles to the canoe. So what I'm telling you is when we were younger men, though there's other things that went on there that I won't even talk about. It was hilarious. Hunting with old guys. It's just the way it is, and you can laugh about it now, but the reality of it is our bodies break down. And when and if you're not careful, uh, uh, you, you can become so upset about the season that your life is in and not, and not realize it's God's design. The fact of the matter is... Every one of us, whether you're a believer or not, we walk by faith. Doesn't say some of us walk by faith. We walk by faith. You can be here today and you can totally, you know, I don't believe, I don't have any faith. Well, I'm going to tell you what, tomorrow is not promised to you. You're going there by faith. What you put, what you put your faith in may not be very solid, but every one of us put our faith in something. There's some of you that your faith is in your retirement, your faith is in your doctors, your faith is in, you know, you know, something, I don't know, that you're gonna find a fountain of youth somewhere. That somehow, you know, in our wisdom in, in the 21st century, they're gonna find out a way to stop aging. Hadn't happened. Everybody, everybody, everybody walks by faith. Every season of the life that I've lived, I, I, I've always, man, I want to do this and I got to have a plan here and, and all that. And, and, and the reality is it's good to have a plan. But at the end of the day, when you walk by faith and, you, and our faith is not in ourselves and our hope is not in, in our flesh, but our faith is in the living God, He directs our steps. But you don't realize how it is that He speaks to you. He directs our steps, listen to me, by causing us to be uncomfortable in our present day situation. Your discomfort is absolutely a testimony of God's desire and His goodness wanting to direct you. You look at your discomfort as if it's something you're wrong with you. And if you were all right with God, then everything would be good in your life. And you'd feel at home at your, in your body and you'd be absent from the Lord. You follow me? Listen to this. 
Discomfort causes us to move. Discomfort causes us to let go of some things. Discomfort causes us to walk in a different direction. So Genesis chapter 12 and verse number 1, it says it like this. It says, the Lord says to Abram, Go out from your land, your relatives, and your father's house to the land that I will show you. God's calling him and God's speaking to him. Now, let me, let me finish and I'll, and I'll break this down. He says, I will make, uh, you into a great nation. I will bless you. I'll make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you. I'll curse those who uh, treat you with contempt and all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. We're blessed through his obedience. You may not even know who Abram is. God changes his name to Abraham. But I tell you today that your life is blessed because of this man's obedience. Because Abraham walked by faith. We are, we live in a blessing because of that. There's more. You say, well, I don't understand that. Well, you need to get in the word yourself. But listen, this that's not my point this morning. It says, here's what it says. So Abraham went as the Lord had told him, and Lot went with him. And Abraham was 75 years old. Can you imagine when God called him, when he left, you know, we, we look to that place of comfort. Here is a man who walked by absolute faith. But we look as we, especially as we grow older. I man, as a young man, I, you give me an excuse to go somewhere and I'm going. I, you know, we, let's travel here. Let's travel. I want to go. I want to see. I want to do. I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm, I joined the Navy to see the world, did all that, but it wasn't enough. I want to go more. No, I hate to leave Corinth. <laughs> no, I don't mind leaving Corinth, but I, it's like, oh, wait, well, let's go somewhere. Ah, you got to travel. You got to get out of the plane. Got all these excuses because it's so uncomfortable to get somewhere. Traveling around, and some of you, you say, man, I heard somebody the other day, I'd love to sell my house and, and get another place, but the process is such a pain in the neck. You know, you want to pack up all your stuff and, you know, you know, there's just discomfort and all this. Can you imagine being 75 years old and having God speak to you and say, you need to move, move away from everything that's comfortable to you and I'll show you a place to go. How many in for that? <laughs> Very few want to just turn their life upside down. And and I would ask you to think about it just for a minute. God speaks to Abram. We automatically think that God spoke to Abraham like, hey, pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, let me talk to you for a minute. But I promise you that is not the way God spoke to Abram. And what you and I need to realize, and, and, and some of you, you may think we're crazy, but God spoke to me. How many have ever heard God speak to you? 
Okay, recognizing the way he speaks. He doesn't speak to our five senses. He doesn't speak so that it, it, I hear it like I hear your voice. But he speaks to our spirit and oftentimes he uses the situations of our life to create a, a change for us. There are some of you sitting here today, right now, because of discomfort and suffering in your life. There's some of you that are here today because fear overtook you or sickness and you had an, an emptiness in your life. And I want to tell you the recognition of that is God speaking to you. You follow me? The recognition I need something. Well, I don't even know what I need. And it's that voice of God speaking to your spirit. And I wonder what God with Abraham uh, in, in his day, how he communicated to him. But I wonder if around him, things got so uncomfortable in his life and his relationships and what was going on around him so that for him to move was really the only answer. You ever get to that place in your life where he didn't leave me much other directions? than the one He wanted for me. And we move away from being uh, uncomfortable. I want to avoid and get away from discomfort. And there are times in our lives God will speak to you and He may be speaking to you this very moment of the discomfort in your life is a very, the very gift of God to get you to move in a direction. I need to say that one more time. Because some of you think that turmoil in your life is somehow a, a, a declaration of you're, you're a mess. That you're, you're, you know, it's just not good and it's no good. I, I'm not good. And if people knew it and all this other junk, when the reality of it is, honey, let me let you in on this. We're all a mess. If I didn't forget my rifle this week, I will. That's not a, that's not a declaration of how crazy he is and how good I am. Every, you know, and you got your things in your life. I promise you, every one of us, every one of us are a mess. And in the, in what's happened in our lives is we've allowed, I've allowed God to take the mess that I make and, and, and use it to, to direct me. I want to hear your voice. My faith, I still, in, in the season that I'm in, you, you, I am not at the place where, okay, yeah, I've done this, I've done that, I've be, obeyed you here and I've obeyed you there, because I'm in a new season of my life. Let me in on, let, let you in on this. I've never been here before. I don't remember when you first, the first baby. Like, what do I do now? You turn them upside down, no instructions on their butt. How do I do that? Well, you ask mom at whatever, and but but the reality is, you know what happens? You walk by faith in God. Honestly, in that He directs us. <laughs> he directs us at every season of our life. He has directed you more than you've given Him credit for. He 
he's spoken into your life in different times, in different seasons. How do I handle this stage of being a, 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 a new father or, or a new husband? How do I do this? How do I do that, God? And, you, and we learn by suffering. Don't do that again. How do I successfully manage being the parents of teenagers? Woohoo! Thank God. Well, no, it's not over. Stink. I thought it was over. We're blessed. You're blessed. Listen, it is a season. Anyway, every season there is something new and, and, and so here I am at this season of my life and it's, it's, is it comfortable for me? No. Honestly, it's not. But the reality of it is, if I get to the place where I'm at home in the body, I will be, get to the place where I turn off that voice of God in my life and His divine direction. God wants to direct my life right now. And if he gives me 10 more years, he's going to direct my life in that season. And if he gives me more years than that, at every season of my life, he is there. And the more my body falls away, the closer I'm going to be. I'm going to be at home with him. That That is the faith. The trade of something that's not so good for something that is amazing is there is a change that's coming for every one of us. And if you're walking by faith, that hope supersedes whether you've got a good retirement or not. Whether you're going to live in the sunshine or, or endure the winters. You're, you know, you, we, we, again, we work out our life, and I'm, I'm not condemning anybody or criticizing what you, the choices you make, but the reality of it is we choose uh, uh, to try to make our lives as comfortable as possible. And honey, in the day that we live, that's a losing proposition. We're always going to be in a place of, of turmoil because we're not at home here. Anybody else feel that beside me? You try to make yourself at home here, you're going to run yourself ragged. <clears throat> 75 years old, called of God. He moves away from everything that we think was comfortable. But I wonder if God used the situations of his life to get him to loosen the grip on the things that were around him. And so that when God spoke to him, and how did he speak to him? I'm convinced it was not a sit-down discussion. But it was that speaking very much the way he speaks into our lives. Very much the way he directs you and I. And I'm the message this morning, walking by faith and not by sight. Let me say it one more time and we'll stand together as I finish it. I, I want you to hear his word. This is absolutely vital. 
to the direction that you go. How many believe our society is over-medicated? You know why? Because they don't want to listen to the voice of God. I'm not trying to be super spiritual, but any time that there is suffering in our life, it's God that's trying to bring direction and change. And and what we want as a society, as a culture, and, and, and you that are sitting here, we want peace and security and stability right here. I've had it a few times. Then it dissipates. And then, man, I try to recapture it again over here like a vapor, and it's gone. Then I find out the reality of it is, is if I'm home with the body, I'm absent from the Lord. But but to, to walk by faith and realize that the situation that I'm in right now, right here, the season of my life, whatever it is for you, that God has divine purpose for it. All I need, all I need is hope. It's all. And you know what? There ain't a thing out there that produces hope. But the presence of God, Father, I speak it upon your people right now. That hope that brings life that hope that brings absolute contentment, that hope, oh God, in every season of our life that brings peace. Peace that passes all understanding when by every account we shouldn't have peace. But because we walk by faith and not by sight, we stand in a place of absolute confidence. God, my confidence is in you. I have none in my flesh. It's not, God, a political solution. It's not an economic solution. You are the answer. You are the answer. I confess it again. You're the answer. And I'm asking today... Is the different places that people are today and even the suffering and the distress in their life. God, let them recognize it not as, as they're outside of, of something or outside of your will, but they're in the very middle of what you're trying to do and you'll speak to them and direct their steps. You'll call them like you did Abram. Thank God. For a man that will follow you. Thank God for a woman that will follow you. Not to a place of comfort, but to their own discomfort. Jesus. Thank you for your word. 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 If you heard his word this morning and he spoke to you, would you just take some time? we got plenty of time before Sunday school. But just, come on, stop long enough to listen. Stop long enough to listen. And you know what you're going to hear? 
You're going to hear His voice. So I invite you to hear His voice today. I'm opening these altars. Would you take time before you leave? If you have any prayer need, come see me, talk to me. I want to pray for you. Let's pray together in Jesus' name.